0: Chapters eleven through fourteen, Book Eleven, Volume two of Lamort Dartha. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Read by David Cole, Medway, Massachusetts. Lamort Dartha, Volume 2 by Sir Thomas Mallory, Chapter eleven and when she was awaked she sent a squire after them with spending enough and so when the squire had overtaken them they would not suffer him to ride with them but sent him home again to comfort their mother praying her meekly of her blessing and so this squire was benighted and by misfortune he happened to come to a castle where dwelled a baron and so when the squire was come into the castle the lord asked him from whence he came and whom he served. My lord said, "The squire, I serve a good knight that is called Sir Aglaveil." The squire said it to good intent, weening unto him to have been more forborne for Sir Aglaveil's sake than he had said he had served the queen, Aglaveil's mother. Well, my fellow," said the lord of that castle, "for Sir Aglaveil's sake." thou shalt have evil lodging, for Sir Aglovale slew my brother, and therefore thou shalt die on part of payment. And then that lord commanded his men to have him put away and slay him, and so they did, and so pulled him out of the castle, and there they slew him without mercy. Right so on the morn came Sir Aglovale and Sir Percivale, riding by a churchyard, where men and women were busy, and beheld the dead squire, and they thought to bury him. what is there said, Sir Aglovale, that ye behold so fast? a good man stirred forth and said, "Fair knight, here lieth a squire slain shamefully this night. How was he slain, fair fellow said Sir aglovale, my fair sir said the man, the lord of this castle lodged this squire this night." And because he said he was servant unto a good knight, that is with King Arthur, his name is Sir Aglovale. Therefore the Lord commanded to slay him, and for this cause is he slain. Grant mercy, said Sir Aglovale, and ye shall see his death revenged lightly, for I am that same knight for whom this squire was slain. Then Sir Aglovale called unto him Sir Percivale and bade him alight lightly, and so they alighted both, and betook their horses to their men, and so they yeed on foot into the castle, and all so soon as they were within the castle gate, Sir Aglovale bade the porter, Go thou unto thy lord, and tell him that I am Sir Aglovale, for whom this squire was slain this night. Anon the porter told this to his lord, whose name was Godwin. Anon he armed him, and then he came into the court and said, Which of you is Sir Aglavale? Here I am, said Aglavale, for what cause slewest thou this knight, my mother's squire? I slew him, said Sir Godwin, because of thee, for thou slewest my brother, Sir Gordalyn. As for thy brother, said Sir Aglavale, I avow it I slew him for he was a false knight and a betrayer of ladies and of good knights, and for the death of my squire thou shalt die. I defy thee,' said Sir Godwin. Then they lashed together as eagerly as it had been two lions, and Sir Percivale he fought with all the remnant that would fight. And within a while Sir Percivale had slain all that would withstand him, for Sir Percivale dealt so his strokes that were so rude that there durst no man abide him. And within a while Sir Aglovale had Sir Godwin, at the earth, and there he unlaced his helm, and struck off his head. And then they departed and took their horses. And then they let carry the dead squire unto a priory, and there they interred him. CHAPTER twelve, And when this was done they rode into many countries ever inquiring after Sir Launcelot, but never they could hear of him, and at the last they came to a castle that hight Cardican, and there Sir Percivale and Sir Aglovale were lodged together. And privily about midnight Sir Percivale came to Aglovale's squire and said, Arise and make thee ready, for ye and I will ride away secretly. Sir, said the squire, I would full fain ride with you, where ye would have me. But an my lord, your brother, take me, he will slay me. As for that, care thou not, for I shall be thy warrant. And so Sir Percivale rode till it was afternoon, and then he came upon a bridge of stone, and there he found a knight that was bound with a chain fast about the waist unto a pillar of stone. O fair knight, said that bound knight, I require thee loose me of my bonds. What knight are ye, said Sir Percivale, and for what cause are ye so bound? Sir, I shall tell you, said that knight, I am a knight of the table round, and my name is Sir Persides, and thus by adventure I came this way, and here I lodged in this castle at the bridge-foot, and therein dwelleth an uncourteous lady, and because she proffered me to be her paramour, and I refused her, she set her men upon me suddenly, or ever I might come to my weapon, and thus they bound me, and here I wot well I shall die, but if some man of worship break my bands. Be ye of good cheer, said Sir Percivale, and because ye are a knight of the round table as well as I, I trust to God to break your bands.' and therewith Sir Percivale pulled out his sword, and struck at the chain with such a might that he cut it to the chain, and threw Sir persiday's hauberk, and hurt him a little. "'O Jesus!' said Sir Perciades, "'that was a mighty stroke as ever I felt one, for had not the chain been, ye had slain me.' And therewithal Sir Perciades saw a knight coming out of a castle, all that ever he might fling, Beware, sir, said Sir Persides, yonder cometh a man that will have ado with you. Let him come, said Sir Percivale. And so he met with that knight in midst of the bridge, and Sir Percivale gave him such a buffet that he smote him quite from his horse and over a part of the bridge that had not been a little vessel under the bridge that knight had been drowned. And then Sir Percivale took the knight's horse and made Sir Persides to mount up him. And so they rode unto the castle, and bade the lady deliver Sir Persidase's servants, or else he would slay all that ever he found, and so for fear she delivered them all. Then was Sir Percivale ware of a lady that stood in that tower. Ah, madam, said Sir Percivale, what use and custom is that in a lady to destroy good knights, but if they will be your paramour? Forsooth, this is a shameful custom of a lady, and if I had not a great matter in my hand, I should fordo your evil customs and so, Sir Percys brought Sir Percivale unto his own castle, and there he made him great cheer all that night and on the morn, when Sir Percivale had heard mass and broken his fast, he bade Sir Percydes ride unto King Arthur. And tell the king how that ye met with me, and tell my brother Sir Aglovale how I rescued you, and bid him seek not after me, for I am in a quest to seek Sir Launcelot du Lake, and though he seek me he shall not find me, and tell him I will never see him, nor the court, till I have found Sir Launcelot. Also tell Sir Kay the Seneschal, and to Sir Mordred, that I trust to Jesus to be of as great worthiness as either of them. For tell them I shall never forget their mocks and scorns that they did to me that day that I was made knight, and tell them I will never see that court till men speak more worship of me than ever men did of any of them both. And so Sir Percy days departed from Sir Percivale, and then he rode unto King Arthur, and told there of Sir Percivale. And when Sir Aglovale heard him speak of his brother Sir Percivale, he said, He departed from me unkindly. Chapter 13 Sir, said Sir Percy On my life he shall prove a noble knight, as any now is living. And when he saw Sir Kay and Sir Mordred, Sir Percy said thus, My fair lords both, Sir Percivale greeteth you both well, and he sent you word by me that he trusteth the God or ever he come to the court again to be of as great noblesse as ever were ye both, and mo men to speak of his noblesse than ever they did of you. It may well be said, Sir Kay and Sir Mordred, but at that time when he was made knight, he was full unlike to prove a good knight. As for that, said King Arthur, he must needs prove a good knight, for his father and his brethren were noble knights. And now will we turn unto Sir Percivale that rode long. And in a forest he met a knight with a broken shield and a broken helm, and as soon as either saw other readily they made them ready to joust, and so hurtled together with all the might of their horses, and met together so hard, that Sir Percivale was smitten to the earth. And then Sir Percivale arose lightly, and cast his shield on his shoulder, and drew his sword, and bade the other knight, Alight, and do we battle unto the uttermost. Will ye more? said that knight, and therewith he alighted, and put his horse from him, and then they came together an easy pace, and there they lashed together with noble swords, and sometime they struck and sometime they foined, and either gave other many great wounds. Thus they fought near half a day and never rested but right little, and there was none of them both that had less wounds than fifteen, and they bled so much that it was marvel they stood on their feet. But this knight that fought with Sir Percivale was a proved knight and a wise fighting knight, and Sir Percivale was young and strong, not knowing in fighting as the other was. Then Sir Percivale spoke first, and said, Sir Knight, hold thy hand a while still, for we have fought for a simple matter, and quarrel over long, and therefore I require thee tell me thy name, for I was never all this time matched. So God help me, said that knight, and never all this time was there never knight that wounded me so sore as thou hast done, and yet have I fought in many battles, and now shalt thou wit that I am a knight of the Table Round, and my name is Sir Ector de Maris, brother unto the good knight Sir Launcelot du Lake. Alas, said Sir Percivale, and my name is Sir Percivale de Gallis, that hath made my quest to seek Sir Launcelot, and now I am sicker that I shall never finish my quest, for ye have slain me with your hands. It is not so said Sir Ector, for I am slain by your hands, and may not live, therefore, I require you, said Sir Ector unto Sir Percivale, ride ye hereby to a priory, and bring me a priest that I may receive my saviour, for I may not live. And when ye come to the court of King Arthur, tell not my brother Sir Launcelot how that ye slew me, for then he would be your mortal enemy, but ye may say that I was slain in my quest as I sought him. Alas, said Sir Percivale, ye say that never will be, for I am so faint for bleeding, that I may unneath stand. How should I then take my horse? Chapter 14 Then they made both great dole out of measure. This will not avail, said Sir Percivale. And then he kneeled down, and made his prayer devoutly unto Almighty Jesus, for he was one of the best knights of the world that at that time was, in whom the very faith stood most in. Right so there came by the holy vessel the Sangreal, with all manner of sweetness and savour, but they could not readily see who that bare that vessel, but Sir Percivale had a glimmering of the vessel and of the maiden that bare it, for he was a perfect, clean maiden, and forthwithal they both were as whole of hide and limb as ever they were in their life-days. Then they gave thankings to God with great mildness, O jesu said Sir Percivale. What may this mean that we be thus healed, and right now we were at the point of dying? I wot full well said Sir Ector, what it is it is an holy vessel that is borne by a maiden, and therein is part of the holy blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. Blessed more he be, but it may not be seen, said Sir Ector, but if it be by a perfect man. So God me help, said Sir Percivale, I saw a damsel, as me thought, all in white, with a vessel in both her hands, and forthwithal I was whole. And so they took their horses and their harness, and amended their harness as well as they might, that was broken. And so they mounted upon their horses and rode talking together. And there Sir Ector de Barris told Sir Percivale, how he sought his brother's launcelot long, and never could hear witting of him. In many strange adventures have I been in this quest, and so either told other of their adventures. Here endeth the eleventh book, and here followeth the twelfth book. End of Book Eleven, Chapters Eleven through Fourteen